0: You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. Putin and Kim's renewed collaboration is bad news for Asian democracies and for Ukraine. That is the article in the Globe and Mail published by Arl Brown or written by Arl Brown, professor of political science, international relations at the University of Toronto and associated Harvard University's Davis Center. And uh, Arl is with us now. Thank you for the time. Hope you're doing well. Thank you. So obviously, um, uh, the uh, Kim Jong-un and and as well as Putin are together, it it appears Putin's running out of ammunition. He needs help from North Korea with that. Uh, They obviously need food, starving, money, what have you. Uh, It seems like a I don't know, a natural uh, collaboration. That being said, where is China in all of this and how long do they let these two a uh, scheme, I guess, for lack of a better word.
1: Formally China just reported this visit as a matter of fact. But if you look at the very stiff language that they used, there was a diplomatic message of concern. There was nothing that was uh, uh, remotely a, a matter of praising this visit. And I think what China is concerned with is that not only is it that North Korea, which has been economically dependent on China. Uh, North Korea's economic relations are largely with China. But when Kim Jong-un said that now he wants to make Russia as his prime focus in foreign policy, this has been an affront to China. When there's a possibility that a military deal, which likely would be camouflaged at first, could alarm the uh, democracies in Asia, Japan, and South Korea, and induce them to heavily increase uh, really sharply more than they are doing now, their defense spending, that would change the balance of power in the Far East, and that affects China. So I think overall, the Chinese, at the very least, seem to be rather concerned.
0: Would they have known about this? Would they have given the thumbs up? Or would would they have known ahead of time about this?
1: They may have known ahead of this. We don't know if they gave the thumbs up. If they did, it's difficult to see how they would favor this uh, visit because at one level, China operates on the basis of a kind of binary relationship with United States, meaning that anything that harms American interests, they believe would uh, help China's position. But this is a much more complicated situation where there can be very negative blowback. And uh, Kim Jong un is a highly unpredictable character. And the kind of love fest that uh, he had engaged in in Russia. And if you look at the language of this visit, there's something almost kind of bizarre about it. Uh, it is an Orwellian inversion of both uh, logic and language. Upon arrival, Vladimir Putin praised. The North Korean leader greeted him as a major world leader, said at the Bostochnyi Cosmodrome that uh, uh, Putin is sure that North Korea and Russia, quote, will remain together in our fight against imperialism. And uh, the North Korean leader replied, Russia, which, as we know, uh, had uh, brazenly violated international law and invaded Ukraine, Russia, he said. Kim Jong-un has risen to a sacred to a sacred fight to its sovereignty and security against hegemonic forces North Korea supports all Putin's decisions um who is playing who here
0: or is everyone playing each other
1: Everyone is playing each other. There is desperation in the case of Russia and desperation in the case of North Korea, as you pointed out. The Russians now in the 19th month of their invasion, which was supposed to have ended in a few days with a victory parade for uh, uh, Vladimir Putin in Kyiv. You may recall that some of the forces that invaded Ukraine in February of 2022, were carrying dress uniforms because they thought they were going to have a parade. And Russia is not winning that war. Uh, In fact, it is losing the war. It's losing huge numbers of soldiers. Uh, Vladimir Putin may not care much about that, but they're also losing uh, vast quantities of armaments. And they are very short of munition. And Russia cannot manufacture it fast enough. It has difficulty sourcing this elsewhere. And North Korea has an enormous amount of ammunition. And even though it is a wretchedly poor country where the population is suffering terribly and they suffer all sorts of shortages and there's malnutrition, they do have these large industries and they can provide the Russian military with a lifeline. In the case of Kim Jong-un, what he wants more than food, uh, more than even money, is Russian military technology. It was not accidental that they met at this Vostochny Cosmodrome because he wants to have better satellite technology. The attempts by North Korea to launch by satellites failed on both occasions. Russia has that technology. Uh, Kim Jong-un also wants to have both conventional technology, uh, more advanced technology, and more advanced nuclear technology to miniatur- miniaturize warheads to make uh, nuclear-powered uh, submarines that would carry ballistic missiles. Whereas it is unlikely, highly unlikely, that Russia would share what I would call the crown jewels of Russian technology with North Korea, they may nonetheless give them significant technology, and this would present a threat to the world at large because of missiles uh, that uh, North Korea has could not only reach United States and Canada, for that matter, but could also carry effective warheads, certainly the democracies in the region would be alarmed. And I think they have to face that reality, that even though there has been a great deal of vagueness about what is being done, it would be a safe assumption that given that this is very much a transactional relationship, that Kim Jong-un, traveled to Russia for the first time outside of his country to any place since 2019. He's not going to leave uh, home uh, for home empty handed He has, in fact, extended his visit. He still is in Russia. And so I think we are likely to see evidence of uh, a very significant uh, military relationship between these two can- uh, countries when we notice uh, large quantities of North Korean ammunition and weapons flowing into Ukraine via the Russian forces. So I think NATO has to be alert to this, as well as the democracies in the Paris, Japan, and South Korea. They have to up their defense capabilities significantly
0: uh what role does he talk about nuclear technology and sharing that with uh, north korea russia sharing that with north korea what about nukes what about nuclear warheads um obviously two rogue states poor uh russia has not been able to take ukraine but you put the two of them together and you add uh, nukes into that what can we expect
1: it's doubtful that Russia would use nuclear weapons in Ukraine because that would be suicidal. And as I noted uh, before, I think went on in your program, that uh, a, a Russian leader who wears uh, $400 Brioni shirts and uh, uh, $5,000 suits is not suicidal. And uh, therefore, uh, it is extremely unlikely that those nuclear weapons would be used in Ukraine, but Both uh, Putin and Kim Jong-un are master blackmailers in the international system, and they may use the threat of nuclear weapons as a means of trying to extract concessions. In the case of uh, the North Korean leader, he wants to feel important. And in that process, he is likely, if he has more weapons, to increase the threats that he has already made. Now, the problem for him, of course, is that there is also a reaction to that. And if the reaction is that uh, Japan, particularly, which has enormous industrial capacity, as well as South Korea, which is a large exporter already of uh, armaments, they then both increase defense spending and begin to send significant armaments to Ukraine. That can change the balance in Ukraine. That can uh, uh, negate whatever help uh, uh, North Korea gives to Russia. And also in the Far East, the balance would be changed. And China would be very unhappy about that as well.
0: Arl Brown with us, professor of political science, international relations, University of Toronto and associate at Harvard University's Davis Center, talking about the relationship between uh, Russia and North Korea. As always, Arl, thank you for the time. Be well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live week afternoons from three to six on 900
1: CHML and online at 900CHML.com.